This is the Memory Palace. I'm Nate DeMeo. Spare a thought for Edwin Booth. First, let's remember that his brother John Wilkes was an actor. And if he weren't an actor, then he doesn't kill Lincoln. Because that night that Abe and Mary go to Ford's Theater to take in a play, which is this big hit schlocky show that had been around for years, kind of like Lincoln had been so busy during the war that he finally had time to take his wife out to see Phantom. Anyway, because that night that the president goes to Ford's Theater, John Wilkes Booth can just walk around and no one thinks anything of it. Because the stagehands and the ushers and whatever security they have all recognize him. He's John Wilkes Booth, the actor. Of course he's just hanging around in the hallway. And he's John Wilkes Booth, the famous actor, from the acting booths. His father was Junius Brutus Booth, England's greatest Shakespearean actor, which is really saying something. And he moved to the United States and then became America's greatest Shakespearean actor, which is saying less, but is still pretty cool. The Booths were the great acting family, going way back to England. So it's kind of like if Drew Barrymore killed Abraham Lincoln. Even correcting for 1865 dollars, the inflation rate of the way that fame worked back then to now. Picture a world in which Drew Barrymore kills Abraham Lincoln. But it's crazier than that. And here's where we spare a thought for Edwin Booth. Edwin Booth was Junius's second-born son, and he wanted to be an actor like his famous father. At 16, he made his stage debut in Boston, in a small role supporting his dad's Richard III. He wasn't very good. And his dad, with the ego that goes along with being the two-time reigning greatest Shakespearean actor, and the belligerence that goes along with being a mean drunk. His dad told him to stop acting. He wasn't good at it. And the greatest Shakespearean actor cannot be diminished by having a son out in public not being good at acting. And Edwin was cowed. He didn't give up acting entirely, but he mostly spent his time following his father's footsteps, literally, making sure his old man didn't pass out drunk and miss a curtain. But a few years later, his father was out of the picture. He had died from drinking, but not from drinking drinking. He got sick drinking the Mississippi River, which was a bad idea even in 1852. But with his father out of the picture, Edwin throws himself into his craft. He tours tirelessly, playing the great roles in mining camps in the Sierra Nevada, taking on Shakespeare and Marlowe at colonial outposts in Australia, what we now call Hawaii. And when he comes back, he's a great actor. He outshines his two other acting brothers, Junius Jr. and John Wilkes. And by the time the Civil War comes, some theater critics say he outshines his father. He is the most famous actor in America. And some say he's the greatest Hamlet anywhere in the world. So when John Wilkes Booth kills Lincoln, he is not merely Drew Barrymore. He is the brother of the best and most famous actor in America. You might try to say it's a bit like Billy Baldwin killing Lincoln, except it's back when Alec Baldwin was a genuine movie star, and Billy Baldwin is someone who's actually good. Except that doesn't really do it either. So just imagine that Drew Barrymore today is the sister of Paul Newman at the height of his acclaim, and she kills Abraham Lincoln. So again, let's spare a thought for Edwin Booth. It's 1865, and Edwin is the greatest actor in the United States. The late, great Junius Brutus Booth is now remembered as Edwin's father, instead of Edwin being remembered as his father's son. And then one night, his youngest brother kills the president. His baby brother John shoots the savior of the Union in the back of the head while the man is just trying to take in a play with his wife. And Edwin Booth is driven from the stage. He retires from acting, having worked so hard to step out of his father's shadow. He is overshadowed instantly and permanently 
by his little brother. Which is enough of a story. But I'd like to think about one more moment in Edwin's life. Not the one that takes place years later in Manhattan, when he sees a man falling onto the train tracks and he leaps down to grab him, only to realize after he pulls the man to safety that he just saved the life of Abraham Lincoln's son. The moment I like to think about occurs in 1866, a year after his brother martyrs the president, after John dies after the barn he's hiding out in is burned, after the conspirators are hung, and after Lincoln is buried and Whitman writes when lilacs last in the dooryard bloomed, after being shocked and depressed and sure he'll never be able to act again. He's coaxed out of retirement to play Hamlet for one night on Broadway. And he is sure he'll be booed, or maybe even worse. And he knows he couldn't blame anyone if he is. But he waits in the wings, and he hears his cue to step out on the stage. And he enters as Hamlet to hear from Horatio about his father's ghost. And the crowd stands up and applauds and applauds and applauds. 